What's up, everybody? This is podcast. Oh my god, dude! Can we start over? Hold on, can we start? <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, my voice cracked. My voice cracked. God damn. Sorry, go ahead. Let's run that back. <laughs> damn it, man. Got some water. Drinking water. I got water, man. It's just like I'm phlegmed right. up. <laughs> yeah. I hear you. Go ahead. Run that back. You should like warm up a like a pot of tea or something. Yeah, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to do that. Like some honey check apple it. tea or something. Check it, check it. Yo, yo, okay. Yo, All yo, right. check it. <clears throat> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Recording all of this too. What, what, okay. what, what? Check it, check it, yo. All right, all right. All right. All right, run that again. <laughs> What's up, everybody? This is Podcast Game Overs, episode 106 for Saturday, June the 3rd, the 4th. I am Wasabi Ice Cream. Joined as always with my dude Rick. What's up? Yo, what is up, Wasabi? What is up, everybody? We had a pretty interesting week. You know, a bunch of stuff got announced. We got a lot to go over. Um, I can't wait to get into it. You can't wait to get into it. I know everybody can't wait to listen to it. But let's start where you always start, man. Tell the people what you've been playing. I loaded up that Diablo Immortal. Yes, me yesterday. too. What did you think? Oh, you played it too? Yes, I assume you played it on PC though, right? Of course. I have exclusively played it on mobile, so I can. I knew you played on PC, okay. so I played it on mobile, so I can talk about the mobile side of it. So let's let's you let's let you talk first. What what do you think of it so far? Um, so I only played like an hour, which is like the little tutorial before like the shit actually opens yeah. up i played a little bit past the tutorial but so i can go over that a little bit um what class it's, did you start with if you don't mind me asking i picked the sorcerer wizard i get i bet yeah wait how'd you know i you like using spellcasters in your games so uh, yeah I picked like whenever you play an arpg your big thing is like lightning so i think the sorcerer will get you closest to that <laughs> yeah yeah. So yeah, I picked the wizard, and uh, it's pretty. It's okay. It's like yeah. not. You know, it's a Diablo game. I feel like yeah, it doesn't really. Uh, it's pretty true to the Diablo thing, so it's not like. I don't know. At least from the the little that I've played, it's like yeah, it's a Diablo. Yeah, it's pretty Diablo light, from what I've noticed. The game. At least on mobile, I've noticed it strips a lot away from like what I guess it strips away a lot of the uh the fat from Diablo. So the game has a lot to it that it just does for you. Which is one thing that I've noticed. Um after you beat the tutorial and you start like unlocking like other missions and stuff, there's a button you can push. Just auto navigate to things so your character will just walk to the next quest if you like highlight it. Yeah, well, that's pretty. That's yeah. pretty standard for mobile games. Like most mobile shits do that. And it'll like auto attack. I don't know if Diablo does it, but it'll like auto attack and fucking 
It pretty much like um, not, it doesn't do it on mobile from what I've played. Um, you do, you can just hold the button, like your your resource generator. You can just hold that to attack, like you know your base attack. It doesn't cost any like cooldown or mana or anything. And that's another thing. Like, there's no like mana I've noticed at least to like worry about. Everything's on a cooldown. So uh, there's there no is, like resource I had one like channeled spell that used. Uh, some other resource like spirit okay. or something okay because my i played i played it with the monk i played a little bit past the uh, little tutorial space and played some actual main quests and i started over with the necromancer to give that a try to see what that like what more of like a spellcaster felt like and neither of them had a resource to use like literally everything was on cooldown so I don't know if there was a uh, an ability I can unlock later. The only the closest thing to a resource the necromancer had is um, when you kill enemies, they leave behind corpses, and you could use those corpses and sum up your spells. So like, there's a ability called like corpse explosion where you can blow up a corpse, and when you when you hold so what's really cool with it, and I like what they did to make it work on mobile, is any abilities that require like aiming or specific targeting when you push the uh side of the screen for lack of a better term i say button <laughs> that has that a uh, spell attached to it if it has an aim to it when you hold it when you push it it'll bring up a radical that you can like navigate around with like specifically tap target an enemy i'm making it sound more cumbersome than it is it's actually pretty slick with how it works i'd rather play on a mouse and keyboard but the mobile gameplay feels okay. It feels fine. And I noticed, like, both those characters didn't have, like, a resource bar that I had to manage. Like, in Diablo 3, the monk had, like, Spirit, I think is what it was called. Or uh, Karma, I can't remember what they called it. But that was basically your MP for your monk. And same thing with uh, the Necromancer. It had an actual MP bar you had to manage. So skills were on a cooldown, but you also had a resource to manage to actually use your skills. But with these two characters, I've noticed everything's just cooldown. Which is really cool. I don't have to worry about, like, having to manage that, which would have been a pain in the ass on mobile. So I'm glad that it's, like, one more thing I don't have to deal with. Uh, my Did biggest you... complaint is is that it's it fucking sucks to play on mobile. The screen's way too small. I think I'm just getting old, honestly. I think that just might be a me problem. I think I'm getting old, and I just can't like look at a tiny phone screen to play a game anymore. <laughs> yeah. I um. But yeah. I, did you did you try using a controller or mobile? No, I haven't. Um, I have a controller that would probably work with it, but I haven't had a chance to like connect it to my phone yet. Um, uh, I only played it for a little bit. I played a little bit past the tutorial for the monk, and I got through the whole tutorial with the necromancer. The um. The PC version has an option for controllers, but yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't fucking work. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Like you go in, th you go in the options menu and like switch it on, but it doesn't fucking do anything. Or like the controller works, but it doesn't like work. Work. Like you can walk ah. around kinda, and none of the none of the button. Inputs change on the UI, so you don't know what the fuck buttons do. Um, it just like doesn't work at all. It was like fucked up. But if it so works, I only that's... played it for like an hour because the controller support was busted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
I was like, I nah, can't play fair. this with a fucking mouse, dude. I mean, you're not doing taxes so here. So, how does the mouse and keyboard, like, work? Because from what I played on the mobile version of it, the game feels like it's like an emulating controller on the screen. You know, it does that thing. So, how does that work with a mouse and keyboard? Are you using, like, WASD to move and, like, the mouse no, to you, aim? You click to move and click to attack. And then okay, do... so, like, regular Diablo. One through five does your spells or, or okay. your skills, and then like E uses your health flask or whatever, okay. the fuck. and like that's it. Okay, so it pretty much carried over like the normal Diablo experience, then just very light and stripped down. Yeah, um, it's it's very light. From what I've noticed, like it's very Diablo light. Like there's not a lot to like really manage with it. Um, the game kind of I don't want to say it plays itself, but it definitely kind of uh term I'm looking for trims a lot of the fat that you find in Diablo. Like on the mobile version, at least I found like new equipment. I still have to go into like the inventory and look at it. But it'll automatically, like, it'll tell me if it's stronger. It'll give me a button to just hit equip, and it'll just swap out my equipment for me. I'm not, like, dragging stuff around. And at least from what I've noticed, I don't know if it's just me, but if it's, like, a weapon, I can't, like, specifically specify, like, which hand to equip it to. If it's stronger than one of the weapons in my, like, primary hand or offhand, it'll just equip it to the most, like... It'll just equip it automatically to the most, um... What's the term I'm looking for? Um, it'll equip it to the hand that makes the most sense, I guess, for lack of a better term. Which is kind of weird. Like, I felt like the game was kind of, like, making these choices for me. Which, at the end of the day, like, I'm going to pick the best hand at the end of the day, but for the game to do it for me felt, like, really limiting for a read for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah. But, I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's a free-to-play mobile game. So, I'm not going to shit on it too hard. It does what it needs to do. I might play it a little bit more to get to the endgame content, see what that looks like, because that's when, like, the real Diablo game starts. But, honestly, I don't know if I can have... if I'll have the patience to really play it that long. Like, it's kind of uncomfortable to play on, on mobile... Um, progression does carry over to the PC and mobile version, so that's cool. I can, like, take it back and forth. So I might play it on on PC, but if I'm going to do that, I might as well just play Diablo 3, if I'm being honest. <laughs> um, graphically, the game looks really impressive on mobile. Like, I'm impressed with how it looks. It looks okay on PC. Yeah. It's not like... Yeah, I figured. Mind-blowing or anything. I mean, if we're going to be blunt here, Diablo 3 doesn't look that good. We're being yeah. honest. <laughs> you know, um, I mean, when was the last time you played Diablo 3? It's not a very good-looking game. But, um, I don't know. This is going to be a lot of people's first Diablo. Oh, yeah. Because it is, like, free, and it's on mobile, and I don't know. It's pretty, like competent like it doesn't do anything terribly wrong did you get a chance to see the michael transaction um so i did open the shop and looked at it really quick um 
I'm seeing a bunch of like chests and stuff I can buy. And those chests can have mod that's really obnoxious because you can use uh this resource to open a, a legendary chest already. And I don't know what the chests have because I haven't like really opened them, but I'm gonna assume it's gonna have like you know, like equipment or cosmetics and stuff. And there's, of course, there's a cosmetic shop you can use to buy cosmetics and stuff for. Uh, there's a material shop where you can buy all these stones. I don't know what these stones do. It doesn't tell you. Actually, hold on. There's a description here. So, yeah, there's stones you can purchase. Like, I look at the Wildfire Stone. It costs 100 gems, which if you look at the currency shop, a dollar is like 60 gems, so <laughs> I gotta spend two dollars in gems basically to buy this because there's no option, just buy a hundred gems. That's how they get you. And the wildfire stone, looking at I can buy multiple of them, so I assume it's like a finite resource. But when I look at the description, it's used to obtain the wildfire family attribute and the family set bonus. You have a two percent chance you defeat an uh, when you defeat an enemy to summon a fireball spitting hydra. And it says it's used to reforge bonus attributes in the wildfire family. So it sounds like it's a chance to like re-roll stuff from that set. Which, if it's a finite resource to buy, I mean, Diablo can be very RNG-focused. That's a resource I could buy. That's going to be really obnoxious. <laughs> I'm super skeptical on microtransaction stuff, so I'm, maybe it's not as bad as I'm making it out to seem, but I'm seeing it. And thinking about it's making me think it's problematic. <laughs> but honestly, like, if this is your only way to play Diablo, I don't think it's a bad experience, you know, to play it on mobile. Uh, just be aware of the microtransactions, you know, don't spend too much money, don't spend more money than you can afford to drop on a game. But uh, if you're playing on PC, dude, just play Diablo 3. <laughs> like, I don't know why. You need to play this on PC, honestly. It doesn't play make... There's better games out there. Even not looking at Diablo, like, there's a better... Path of Exile is an excellent free-to-play RPG. And if you if you got a PC, just play that, honestly. If you want to get into, like, a Diablo-like ARPG, yeah. just play Path of Exile. It's I think they're also working on a mobile yeah, version, we played too. on the channel. It's fucking awesome. But I don't know. I'm mean, going to give it some more time. I might give it a little bit more time, but there's not a lot that I can say about it, really. That's too offensive, but not a lot I can say that's really glowing praise, either. Um, what about you? What do you fall in the category? Like, you feel the same? No, I cannot hear you. <laughs> yeah, we you might be having technical it. difficulties, or maybe my shit's fucking up. I don't know. Hold on. Uh, Sorry, guys. I like the game. Live. I want to keep playing. Oh. Yo, 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 yo! Check it, a, hey. a. Hey. Yeah, hey. I can hear you now. Okay. Yeah, no, I like it, and I'm gonna keep playing it for free. I'm gonna see how far I can get without putting money into it. Not that there's anything wrong with like it's a free game, so like if you get, I feel like if you get your money's worth. Yeah, you know, we throw them a couple dollars here and there, and like, yeah, it's like it's totally fine. But like, I'm thinking of buying like the uh, 
just to kind of dip my toes in buying the uh, starter bundle. They have a little bundle that's like a dollar. It's a one-time thing, so you can only buy it once, but it's like a good way to like start out and it gets you some resources, some cosmetic stuff to start with. I'm thinking of dropping some dime on that. But honestly, like, I feel like that should be free to start with, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Whenever I get I play a free-to-play game, I'm always like assuming the worst with it. And I'm not always right, you know. I was I wasn't right about it with Path of Exile. Um, I wasn't right about it with um oh god, what's that other like free to big free-to-play game? Uh, I'm not even gonna remember it. I can't even describe it. But yeah, I've been wrong a couple times on it, and I'm happy when I am. So I hope I'm wrong with this. I hope the microtransaction stuff and free-to-play stuff isn't too intrusive. Yeah, but I mean, we'll see. Genshin I'm gonna Impact. play a little bit more. Not Genshin Impact. It was another one <laughs> I was thinking of. Games I heard the microtransaction stuff on that was like bad, though, right? Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. Yeah, I was talking about a uh, goddamn it, it's a ninja game, like a space ninja game. Ninja Gaiden. No, you fuck. Um, space. Ninja. Oh god, what is it? It's a free to play game, Space Ninja. That's all I remember. God damn it. I can't remember what it's called. This is going to bug me now. It's popular. It's like a really popular free-to-play game, actually. Um, uh, I don't remember the name. It's going to bug Maple me. Maple Story. Warframe. Warframe. Oh. Yeah. That's Space Ninjas, right? Kind of. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, uh, there is a little cool bonus though, because I synced up my uh, my uh, BattleNet account, so it gave me a cool little like character portrait. That's really nice. So I like character portrait, like a character border. And I got some downloads for like downloading everything. I don't know what I there was. There was a lot of stuff to download. So the game itself is only like four gigs to download on your phone. And it's like 20-something gigs on PC. But when you download it on your phone, it, there's still a bunch of other stuff to download. Like, it shows you all these different pack stuff you can download. It's like... It wasn't too descriptive on it, but it was like... It looked like levels and stages and, like, resources and textures. And so I don't know what this game would have looked like if I just stuck with this base 4-gig download. But that added, like, another, like, 16 gigs onto my download size. So... I don't know what else I was downloading or what the game would look like yeah. if I hadn't downloaded all it that probably stuff. Just, but... It probably just lets you preload everything so you don't have to do it, like, on the fly. Maybe. Maybe. But it looked like I was downloading, like, levels and stuff. So I was like, how is this game going to, like, work if you only had, like, the four gigs to download? Like, is it just, like, deleting levels, adding new ones when you clear them up? I don't know. But... Yeah, I downloaded everything, and it took a pretty big chunk out of my phone size, but I mean, it, it's fine. It plays okay. I'm not going to keep playing on mobile. I'll probably switch over to PC just so I can get do the same thing you did. You're doing just get as far as I can and see how far I can get, how much fun I can have before the game starts making me buy shit. But we'll see what happens with it. Um, yeah, all in all, not bad, but there's better free-to-play options on PC. So I say if, like, you own a PC, play fucking 
Lost Ark, I would say, oh, gross. is another pretty good game. Wait, isn't that one yeah, rotten my... with the... Uh... Yeah, it's pretty rotten with it, but the gameplay is at least, like, really, really fun. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we've said it before, but um, Path of Exile is, like, really, really good. And the free-to-play stuff is not intrusive at all with that, so... But on mobile, like, yeah, you got me. I don't know what else there is on mobile. Really, that'll give you the same experience, so... Yeah, again, try this. Play it. If you like it, awesome. Be wary of how much money you're spending. If you're getting your time, your money's worth out of it and you can justify it, cool. But if you're dropping like 50, 60, 100 bones on this game, like, dude, why? <laughs> I don't understand. But, you know, have fun with it. Don't take it too seriously. Um, yeah. What else have you been playing? Uh, That's it. Or, or, That's it? no, 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 no. We played, we played that game, Outriders. Outriders? I have yeah. a lot to say about Outriders. Have you played it at all again since we played it together that one time? No. Oof. So, I fell deep in the rabbit hole with this game, dude. <laughs> really? I'm having a fucking blast with this game. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, you fucking asshole dog. Ah, <laughs> uh, she pulled down my computer. <laughs> All right, I'm back. Am I still here? Yeah. All right, cool. So you heard everything? <laughs> well, she like ran out from under my desk when my wife got home and like pulled on my microphone. And I grabbed the microphone so it wouldn't fall, but that just caused her to pull my computer out. <laughs> And off my uh, computer stand, I Even caught broken? it, but I was worried like nothing, nothing got fucked up. Um, okay. Where was I? Yeah, Outriders. Um, I'm having a blast with this fucking game, dude. I am. I just hit world tier nine yesterday. I'm on, like level twenty two or something, twenty three. And that's all my primary character. I went back and played like two other characters just to give to see what they felt like. I played the uh, pyromancer. And the Technomancer, the turret class you're playing. I got each of them to like pass level 10, world tier 5. And I'm having so much fun with this fucking game, dude. Like, the game is very action focused, which is what I really like about it. Um, there's no like healing potions or anything. The only healing you have is through your character class, or if there's any weapon mods that allow for like healing on attacks or healing on hits. And the game kind of forces you to play to that character type. And I like it a lot. Like the uh, the the class I'm playing right now is the uh, Devastator, which is this like up close and personal rock based class. I have the highest defense and I kill on a, I heal on close range kills by default. And I unlock some other abilities so I can heal if I cause bleeding damage. So that's really cool. And the game just, it feels really good to play. I don't understand why this game is getting, like, two out of fives and three out of fives. Yes, I can. The performance isn't the best, and the story's fucking terrible. But honestly, if you can look past the uh, performance, which isn't too bad, you're not going to see, like, at least for me, I didn't notice any, like, really annoying frame rate dips. But every issue of performance I had was during cutscenes. You know, character... Character acting was really f annoying. 
And I had this weird issue every time the camera would change during a cutscene, the audio would cut for like a second with the camera cutting. But literally every performance issue I had was during cutscenes. As long as you're skipping the story stuff, which honestly is boring anyway, and that's kind of how I play a lot of these looter shooter action games is I don't really care about the story. It's a lot of fun. I'm having a blast with the uh, cut with the character customization. The armor gives you some crazy bonuses, stuff that would be like a full set bonus in Diablo is like equipable to a piece of armor in this game. Um, stuff like cutting the cooldown of an of a of an ability literally in half, or doubling the effectiveness of an ability literally doubling. It's insane some of the stuff you can do in this game with just the armor mods alone. And I'm having so much fun with it. I can't stop playing it, honestly. I can't remember the last time I played a game that sucked me in like this. Yeah, I can. Diablo 3. When I was like when I was taking Rift running really seriously. And a big part of the game, too, is that it's going to appeal to a specific type of person. Like, I'm a, I'm a slut for numbers, dude. I love seeing big numbers go up. Oh, I love build. Oh yeah, I'm a number slut, dude. I love seeing numbers go up. I love center. I love having a build that synergizes really well with what I'm trying to do. I like that customization to play kind of how I want and build up my build however I want. And this game checks all those fucking boxes, dude. And every character plays drastically different. Like I tried playing that Technomancer, that the one you play with that puts on the turrets. And that forces me to play more long range. So I use a lot of sniper rifles, which I never use with my uh, Devastator character. Um, I'm actually utilizing cover more because I can't just sit there and just take eat bullets like I can as a Devastator. It's it's a blast, dude. And I'm having so much fun with it. Like legitimately, when that expansion drops, I'm going to buy it. <laughs> I'm having this much fun with it. Yeah, it's... It's pretty damn good. Yeah. Because there's like, there's like small stuff about it that is like kind of annoying. Yeah. But the overall, like the overall experience is pretty fucking good. Like shit dies real nice. Oh yeah. Shit it's dies really good in this shit. game. Um, yeah, yeah. The, the ability isn't like everything, all the, uh, weapon and armor skills and shit like that and mix and matching those shits are like really fun Dude, there's like, a lot to it there's a lot to it like you dismantle um, anomaly power yeah, yeah i just dismantle everything get it but there's little little abilities that scale with everything like the anomaly power anything that says anomaly power or anomaly power up your anomaly powers not only affect like your uh, your special abilities the damage those do but it also affects if you have any status effects, how much damage the status effects do, how long they last. And it even scales your melee attack damage, too. All of that with one stat anomaly. It's crazy how much there is to think about with it. And some characters have melee attacks that cause status effects. Like the Pyromancer can light you on fire with, your melee, with her melee attack. So there's almost like an advantage there to pump those points into anomaly powers, not only are your specials going to be stronger, but also the melee attacks going to be stronger. The burning effect that causes that that's caused by that melee attack is going to do more damage and last longer. 
So then there's incentive there. Oh, I want to put burning on my equipment now so that could all synergize really well. Like it's it's really, really cool. There's a lot here and there's a rabbit hole to fall down to if you let yourself fall down it. I am having so much fun with this. I just got an achievement the other day because all of my stuff was uh, epic. So I, I'm putting a lot of time into this. Like anytime I'm not I'm playing a game, it's usually this one. Like, legit, we should get together again and play this on stream, because I'm having so much fun. And yeah. if you haven't played it again since we played together, like, <laughs> I, I'm going to be honest, dude. I'm, I'm, like, way stronger than I was when we last time we played. So I'll probably have to carry a little bit. Or I can play with some of the other characters I started out with, because they're a little bit lower level. I don't know, but I, I'm having fun with it. Like... It's on Game Pass, so go play it. And honestly, if you don't have Game Pass, I checked. You can get it pre-owned for like $15 on current and last-gen systems. So just try it, honestly. Just try it. Um, I don't know if the reviews are focusing more on like, the story stuff, which is, I'll admit, not great. But if you're playing this game for the story, you're fucking up. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. You're fucking up. Yeah, that's not where the fun is. The fun is in yeah. like the loot, the fun is in killing stuff, and the fun is synergizing your build and watching numbers go up. And for me, it, the last time I played it, the problem was like it had a lot of technical issues. Like, yeah. the shit was like busted, like completely busted. Okay. And uh, it seems like they fixed most of that, if not all of it, already. So, yeah, I'm not getting better. any of that in this game. So, um, I didn't play it on launch, though, so maybe that's why. So maybe that's why it's having issues, but I, I or maybe that's why I'm not having issues, but I don't know. I'm having fun with it, so I'm not going to let, like, the day one experience really affect my rating on it. Um, I don't give numbers on games, but I can see if you're playing it for the story. Yeah, it's definitely like a two out of five, three out of five, but. If you're playing it like like Diablo, you know, just kill shit, get loot, watch numbers go up to kill bigger shit, you're going to have a great time. This is seriously sinking so much of my time. I have gone to bed thinking about this game. Like, that's how much fun I'm having. <laughs> and again, I'm definitely, definitely, definitely going to buy that World Slayer expansion when that drops. Um, I can't. I haven't even like finished the game yet, so I'm probably getting ahead of myself. But by the time that expansion drops, I'll I'll think I'll be at level thirty. I'm already like level twenty two, so I'll definitely be level thirty when that expansion drops at the end of June. But it's a lot of fun, and I'd love to pl play it again on stream, honestly, because I was having so much fun with it. Um, Hamtoro says he can't even launch this on his PC because it crashes every time. Runs perfect on mobile though. Are you talking about uh, Outriders or Diablo? Might be talking about Diablo. It might be talking about Diablo, yeah. I think Outriders is available on cloud too, so it's not impossible to play it on mobile with the cloud, but it's on but yeah, cloud. I played that. You don't want to play it on cloud. You no, you do don't. That. You don't want to play anything on cloud. But... I tried that. <laughs> it's not great. Yeah. But yeah, this is fun. I'm having so much fun with it. Um, this has been taking up so much of my time, it's like disgusting. How much how much of my time it's been taking um i've also played i played for a little bit 
because this just dropped on Game Pass the other day. I played a little bit of Ninja Gaiden Sigma. Um, a little bit of backstory. I've wanted to play the Ninja Gaiden Sigma games. Those got those just got re-released recently on current gen systems. So I've been I've been wanting to buy it, but I thought the price was a little too high to pick it up, so I never did it. And when I finally did go and play it, because it was on Game Pass, it was free. I had a blast with it. Um, we're gonna restart the stream, and I just saw that right now, so I'm gonna stop talking. Oh no, you you keep going. I'll keep going. Okay, cool. But yeah, Ninja Gaiden's fun. Um, it's clunky as shit. I forgot how clunky the first Ninja Gaiden felt. It feels really like really heavy, surprisingly, because you're a ninja. But it feels really heavy. Your your jumps are very dedicated. You have very dedicated jumps. When you jump, it is a hard horizontal jump that you cannot change it feels like like the simon belmont castlevania jump in 3d because once you do it like you're committed to it um but there's something about the combat dude it's like learning when to dodge when to block the game's very punishing but it's easy to see your mistakes and where you fuck up and to learn from it i'm having a lot of fun with it so far i only played it for about an hour Ninja Gaiden sigma but I had a good time with it. I'm going to go back and play that some more when I'm done with Outriders. But yeah, that's the other game I've been playing because it was on a Game Pass. So again, like we talk about a lot. If you if you don't have Game Pass, man, you're fucking up. Like <laughs> I played Outriders on Game Pass. I'm playing Ninja Gaiden on Game Pass. Like it has provided so much time and content for me for the $8 a month I'm paying for the PC um tier it's worth it if you if you game on pc game pass on pc is the best deal it's going to get you a ton of games to play already and a bunch of new games when they come out i've been looking for your excuse to buy the ninja guy and sigma collection forever and now i don't have to drop any money for it it's on game pass so that's awesome i've been looking for your excuse i would have never bought outriders i would have never paid money for it because of the reviews and now that i played it I'm going to buy the expansion when that comes out. That's not going to be a uh, day one on Game Pass. So, yeah, I, I'm not being paid by Microsoft at all for this. Just fuck it. It's a great deal. Go get it. How far did you get in Ninja Gaiden? Um, I got past the initial little bit of it. Um, I beat the nunchuck boss in the beginning. He always gave me shit when I was a kid. Yeah. And it took a lot of my healing items to beat him, but I finally I got him. He didn't kill me. I haven't died yet in Ninja Gaiden, so that's saying something. I used to die a fuck ton at the start of that game. The every time they re-released that game, they made it like a little easier every time. That's what I heard, yeah. Yeah. Um I played it originally on the Xbox, like the vanilla Ninja Gaiden. And that gave me a hard time. And then someone told me that black was harder. When they released it, but Sigma has been like the easiest one out of the in, of uh, the yeah. different ways to play the first Ninja Gaiden. And I played Sigma a little bit on PS3, actually, because my brother was super into Ninja Gaiden. He really loved Ninja Gaiden. So he bought Sigma and I, I, I played it a little bit, but I didn't have a lot of fun with it. I thought the game was like too punishing and too cruel. This is coming from someone who likes like action games, you know, like I liked... I like Devil May Cry. I fuck hard with Devil May Cry, but Ninja Gaiden I could not get into when I was younger. I don't know if it's just now that I'm older, I'm better at games now, and I, especially action games, so 
I can recognize like what I'm doing wrong a little bit easier. But I'm having fun with it actually, and it's not too challenging. And everyone tells me, like the big Ninja Gun fans, like, oh, Sigma's easy, you fucking casual beta, play black, but no, fuck you. I got I don't have time to get frustrated at the game, dude. I work full time, I'm married. Uh announcement to everybody. I told us we already announced it to everybody listening. I have a kid on the way, my first kid on the way. So I don't have time to like get frustrated with the game anymore. And I'm having fun with Sigma. <laughs> I'm having a lot of fun with Sigma. Yeah. I think the the one thing I know they did to the game was they added more save spots. Yeah, they added yeah. more save spots. I looked into some of the differences. They added more save spots. Um, They took out some of the platforming challenge stuff, which is cool because I fucking hated that in Vanilla Ninja Gaiden. So I'm going to be really happy to avoid some of that shit. Um, yeah, they changed out some of the areas. So there's some areas that were like platforming challenges that were super frustrating and they turned them into like battle arenas and just throw a bunch of enemies at you, which is honestly like, that's fine. That's what you're playing the game for us to fuck shit up. You know, the, the platform in this game isn't great. Like the game looks good in motion, but trust me, it's very, the jumps are very stiff, very committed jumps and platforming with it's a pain in the ass so i'm glad that it's not in there anymore or at least like severely toned down but no i'm having fun with it i like it and it's not as hard as i remember it being maybe because i am playing sigma and not vanilla but it's fun and again it's on game pass so go tr go play it or even if you don't have game pass like what like 30 dollars, 40 dollars for the collection everywhere else that's like a little over 10 bucks a game because it comes with all three games and all the DLC for them. So it's worth it. There's like no graphic options at all for the first game, though. So you're kind of stuck with what the game gives you. Like there's no option to change like any textures or um, even like I couldn't even find an option to change like resolution. I don't know if I just wasn't digging hard enough, but the only graphical apps I could find for the first game were like VSync on or off, and like that was it. <laughs> this is very much like a console port, like hard, but it runs fine. But yeah, that, that's what I've been playing. Um, there's a lot I want to go over because Sony just had their state of play the other day on June 2nd. So we got some shit to talk about, dude. They fucking hit the ground hard with that state of play. With, oh, I can't believe I'm actually saying this. The Resident Evil 4 remake got announced with a very, very strong trailer. Dude, I'm fucking hyped for this game, man. I am so excited. Resident Evil 4 is my favorite game of all time. And to see it getting remade, getting the RE2, RE3 remake treatment, God, it makes me so happy. Um, the trailer shows off a lot of the environments and a lot of what the game is going to look like. It, it briefly flashes through them, but I'm recognizing stuff because I played Resident Evil 4 to death. So I'm seeing stuff that I remember. I remember very clearly how it looks and to see it remade like this makes me so happy. Um, they haven't shown off any real gameplay yet. But just from what they're showing off in the environment, and honestly, they nailed it with RE2 and RE3. So I have full faith that Resident Evil 4 Remake is going to kick ass. 
oh, it looks so good, dude. Just the uh, the the environment, the character models, that village. Oh god, that village looks so good. Fuck, cool. I'm excited for this game. <laughs> for you as a Resident Evil Four diehard, what are you looking for out of out of this? Like, what's what what's gonna tickle your taint, or just them doing it at all is already. Them doing it at all is already getting me excited, and I can't wait to see what they focus on, because Capcom, I've noticed, with their remakes, they focus on what made the original great. They play to that strength. Resident Evil 2, the remake, was very puzzle-focused. It was very survival-horror-focused, keeping a tech, keeping hold of your equipment, managing your resources mapping out the area in your head. It focused a lot on that, which the original did. And then the Resident Evil 3 remake focused more on action, which people forget this. The original Resident Evil 3 was more of an action game. It was very lenient, threw a lot of ammo at you. It added a quick do a dodge system to dodge out of enemy attacks. And they carry that over to the 3 remake. And so they're really doing a good job. They're two for two so far and keeping in line with the spirit of what the original game had. So, with Resident Evil 4, if we do the same thing with it, we're going to have a really good game on our hands here. Um, what I hope they bring back is that Resident Evil 4 is a very campy game. That's part of the charm of it. The game is really dumb. It can be really campy sometimes. That's, that's most of the fun. And I hope they're not afraid to play to that. This trailer takes itself very seriously, which is fine. You know, you, it's a big, like, game announcement. You kind of have to take yourself seriously with it to get those uh to get the people looking at you but i hope they're not afraid to lean into the campy stuff the original Resident Evil 4 had um but honestly if they move away from that make it more serious more grounded more dark as long as the fun's still there i'll be okay with it and we'll see what they do i i used to be in the camp of like you know Resident Evil 4 doesn't need a remake it's great the way it is there's nothing I would take out or add to Resident Evil 4 to change it. So even if they just make the game line like shot for shot the same, just better graphics, that'll make me happy. But we'll see what happens. I'm not, I don't think they're gonna ruin it, honestly, because even if Resident even if like worst case scenario, the RE4 remake is fucking terrible. It's a bad game, and I wasted my time getting excited for it, wasted my time playing it. I can still play the original Resident Evil 4. That's not going to go away. So, yeah. But I am hyped for this. I am so hyped for this. And I can't wait to see what they do with it, honestly. Um, but yeah, that was a really, really strong start. I had a feeling they were going to talk about it during the state of play, but I didn't think they were going to like open up with it, which is fucking awesome. And the very next thing they showed off, they kept the Resident Evil train going with the Resident Evil Village um, announcement getting PlayStation VR 2 support. Which is cool. This is the first time I've actually seen PSVR 2 in action because uh, Sony did announce it a while back that they were doing a VR headset for PS5. But yeah. I haven't seen what games well, they, look like on yet. They I never showed, went out of my way to look with the, uh, They teased it with that Horizon thing. when They, like, they did. It. They did, but I didn't really watch it. Um, but this, though, this looks cool. Like, it looks like Resident Evil Village, you know, just in VR. 
And this game's going to be it was Resident Evil Village already was like a very intense, like first person experience. So to see them translate it to VR yeah. and now that extra level of immersion is going to be cool. It looks a little silly at times, I think on purpose. A little bit. Because yeah. they've got like, there's a part where they have like a shotgun in one hand. Oh, yeah, and, <laughs> and a like pistol in the other. Hand. Yeah. Like you could never do that in real life, but <laughs> you know, yeah. like juggling guns and shit. Yeah. Which they did that with the uh, Resident Evil 4 VR remake, not remake, but the VR port for Oculus. They did that with Resident Evil 4 too. Um, to let you hold like a knife in one hand, a gun in the other. So I'm not, I don't care too much that they kind of did that with this, you know, make it kind of silly. But it makes me want to buy a VR like really bad though. <laughs> Yeah. I just I can't justify because there's really not a lot of games for it. like if I ever bought an Oculus two it would literally just be for Resident Evil four I can't even play uh, Half Life Alex on it which would like be the other VR game I want to play yeah so it's hard for me to like invest into it because the game support isn't there but I mean this looks cool it's Resident Evil Village in VR like there's really not a lot to I can say about it that that already doesn't summarize for you. But yes, they so the Sony State of Play started very strong with both of those announcements. We also got a look at uh, Walking Dead Saints and Sinners Chapter 2 being announced. I don't know what this is. I'm going to be honest. I don't know what Walking Dead Saints and Sinners is. is, is this, it like a, this has been on PC for a while. Maybe yeah. not this version of it, but uh, like the Saints and Sinners thing has been. It's, just, it's a VR the Walking Dead game, so. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that, yeah. So this looks like the next chapter in that VR game. Yeah. Which, like, is fine. I mean, I'm not really a big fan of the Walking Dead TV series, if I'm being honest. I watched the first couple seasons, but I fell out of it pretty quickly. Yeah. When I realized the comics were, like, way better. I don't, um, I don't think it really, I don't think it has anything to do with the show, other than the name. Yeah. It's just, it's a zombie yeah. fucking game. I think they're just using yeah. the Walking Dead name. The Walking Dead license, yeah. Recognition. But yeah, so they kept the zombie train going with those first three games. Um, yeah. You know, Resident Evil and Walking Dead. Uh, they did keep the VR thing going, though, with No Man's Sky announced coming to PlayStation VR 2. I thought that was revealed already, though. I think it right? was. Or am I going crazy? Yeah, I think it was, but they're like, I don't know. I guess they're saying it again. Showing it off, yeah. Which, I mean, that's fine. You got to show off that PlayStation VR content. You don't want... You want people to actually buy this, so show them there's already games they can play for it, or there will be games they can play for it. Um, We also got a look at Horizon Call of the Mountain. That got its first uh, gameplay trailer for PlayStation VR 2. Honestly, I wasn't too impressed. Like... I don't really care about Horizon. That's just an IP I'm not, I don't care about. I'm sorry. I, I want to, but it felt like every other like open world third person action game I played already in the last like couple years. So I didn't fall in love with Horizon the same way everybody else did. This VR experience looked cool, but you know, most VR experiences are look cool on purpose. So. I don't know. 
if you got a VR, if you're going to get a VR2 and you just can't get enough Horizon, this is a good option for you. But it's not what I'm going to buy a VR for, honestly. <laughs> honestly, if you go out and buy a VR specifically for this, I think you're fucking up. I'm sorry, there I go. I said it. It looks, looks okay. Uh, I mean, it's not. It looks a, very pretty. Uh, looks all right. Yeah, it's very pretty. It looks no like denying that like the Horizon games are all really pretty. It looks like it'll be like a very guided thing, like yeah, you know, like on rails maybe. Yeah, it, f it looked very on rails. What they were showing like Universal off. Studios ride, like yeah, which is nothing wrong with, but <clears throat> you're probably like gonna do it like the one time and be like that was fun, and then yeah. Put it away. Yeah. If this comes that turns out to be like an open world legitimate horizon experience, you know, I'll I'll eat my words and everything, but I don't think that's what it's gonna be. <laughs> yeah. It seems like it is gonna be a very guided experience, which is fine. That's what you want, but I'm kinda sick of that for VR games, honestly. Like give me a game game. And moving away from that, and it's and a move that surprised me, honestly. Uh, they announced a Spider-Man remastered is coming to PC on August 12th. I didn't yeah. see that coming, honestly. Like, <laughs> I was surprised. And I'm very excited now because I fucking love that Spider-Man game. I'm a huge fan of Spider-Man. And I've said it before on the show, but that's Marvel, that uh, Insomniac Spider-Man game is probably the best Spider-Man story we've gotten in a very long time. And I had a blast with it. Um, I really felt like I was Spider-Man playing it. And to see the remaster coming to PC, that's got me excited enough that I might double dip, honestly. Like, Sony's nailing it with these PC ports, dude. Um, do we know if we're going to get the full definitive game, like with the Miles Morales expansion, or is that like a separate purchase? Um, I don't think Miles Morales was included in the original uh, remastered. It wasn't. It wasn't, but if they're going to announce, like, this remaster, they should do a definitive edition with, like, everything. Yeah. We do this live, everybody. Oh, it doesn't even have a Steam page yet. Thought it would. Oh, that's weird. Oh, there's no Steam page yet. I don't. I don't think it's in there. Yeah, I don't think it's in there either. I mean, they would have showed. They would have showed it. Yeah. Yeah, they would have showed it. That's getting all the DLC though. So, but I don't know. They are technically separate games. You don't need one to play the other, but. Whatever. As long as price is fair, like I'll I'll double dip. I don't mind double dipping. I had a blast with Spider-Man rematch. I had a blast with Miles Morales. I don't have a problem double dipping into this. Um, we got a gameplay trailer for Stray, which did get talked about a little bit a couple years back and then got announced. We got a quick look at it. But we actually got some extended gameplay to look at this. It's a cat simulator. Like, you play as a cat, stray cat, in a kind of cyberpunk authoritarian world. It looks interesting. 
honestly, this kind of seemed like a gimmicky experience at first, but actually seeing the gameplay at the state of play, the state of play announcement looked really neat and actually looked very exciting. I kind of want to check this out. This is coming out like a few days. Yeah, like in a month. Wait, what? Really? It's coming out this month, right? Oh, July 19th when it's coming out. Next month. Yeah, I thought it was this month. Um, but yeah, July 19th is set to come out. And it looks cool. Like I might check this out, honestly. <laughs> yeah. No, this is already on my on my wish list. It's coming to Steam. Most of the things they showed here are coming to uh like everything. This is coming to Steam to PS. Oh, so Stray is going I just checked that out on Eurogamer. Uh Stray is gonna be included in the PS plus in the higher ps plus tiers day one nice so that's nice i mean it's not not enough to get me to go upgrade to that tier but it is nice you know if you got if you paid for that you'll get a nice little game for it and next they jumped into the callisto protocol got a gameplay trailer now you honestly there's a lot of talk that it was gonna was that you posted about this like 20 times (laughs) I posted uh, it once, dude. Once? Okay. Yeah, like, it was like one little thing when they said that, uh, so Callisto Protocol started out as a, uh, it's a survival horror game that hasn't changed, but it started out as a uh, game in the PUBG universe. They never elaborated how that's going to connect. <laughs> and then recently they retracted that and said it's not going to take place in PUBG anymore. So I don't know how much that would have affected the game anyway if they just dropped it seemingly without development getting affected too much. But this looks cool. Like, very much the the first trailer they showed off where they had any gameplay made it seem like it was a Dead Space-inspired game. And now that we see the gameplay to it, yeah, that that Dead Space influence is there. And I'm fine with that. I fucking love Dead Space. (laughs) Any game that's inspired by it or looks like it is getting is an is a you know getting a pass from me, dude. And this looks cool. These creepy creatures, the environment looks really neat. I liked what I was seeing here at this uh, state of play, and I can't wait for this game to come out. Um, that's set to come out later, right? Like much later. Oh no, this year, December twenty twenty two. So that'll be cool to look forward to. Uh, don't let the state of play like fool you though. It's not a PS exclu- PlayStation exclusive that is coming out on yeah. PC and Xbox. So, <laughs> oh no, just PC and PS4. I think. Hold on. No, I don't care. I don't care enough to look it up. But <laughs> I don't know. I think it looks cool, man. What What did you think seeing that trailer? It looks dope. I mean, these are the these are the Dead Space guys. So. Looks like fucking Dead Space. Yeah, and I'm okay with that. I love me some Dead Space. Um, the Dead Space remake isn't set to come out for like another year, right? So this will be a good way to, you know, kind of, yeah. you know, cleanse your palate a little bit before the the big game show comes out. And then moving on, we got a look at Roller Dome. That's set to drop this year as well, August sixteenth. This game looks fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, this looks um, awesome. 
Yeah, dude, it looks awesome. It looks like Jet Set Radio mixed with like Max Payne. <laughs> yeah. In like a roller dirt, like a 70s roller derby cell shaded aesthetic. And I'm okay with that. Like this game looks fucking cool as hell. Like it shows off a lot of rollerblading stuff, you know, wall grinding, um, half pipes, a lot of stuff you expect to see in like a rollerblading game, but with guns. And I'm cool with it. It looks fucking awesome. Look at this. It's got like bullet time and bullet dodging. Like it looks like Max Payne on wheels, and I'm okay with it. <laughs> yeah. Um, is this this isn't like a PlayStation exclusive either, right? This is gonna be on Epic too, I think. Hold on. You can pre-order it on Steam right now, so. Do it. Yeah, don't let that PlayStation stay to play for you. That's going to be on everything. At least it's not that matters, you know, PC. And this, yeah, this looks cool. I can't wait till this comes out. And the next game we got, this is actually a game I knew about before it was announced. Um, Eternite got a really cool gameplay trailer. Um, it's basically like Persona mixed with like Devil May Cry. And I'm all for it. I had heard about this game years ago. Uh, on Reddit, some dude posted some gameplay of a game he was working on. And he pitched it as Persona mixed with Devil May Cry. And I loved what he was showing off. But he said, you know, he was the only guy working on it. It's in very, 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 very early stages right now. It's going to be a while before it's out, but he showed off some stuff he was working on. And I was sold on it from that proof of concept. And I, I kept tabs on it, but, you know, game development takes a while. So I kind of stopped paying attention to it until there's a big announcement. And then I was surprised to see Sony's actually backing it, showing it off their state of play. Um, this game looks cool as fuck. I cannot wait till this comes out. I'm a fan of both of those games. Uh, the gameplay looks very fluid, very fast. Um, the characters you could uh, team up with and hang out with look really neat. Um, I looked up some of the dev stuff that he was working on, and the game's going to be fully voice acted. He put a lot of work into each character you can choose, you can choose to uh, romance with. I really liked what I was seeing there, and I can't wait till Eternites comes out. Um, you can wishlist that now on Steam, too. It's not just going to be on PlayStation. But it's cool that, like, I think it's, like, a small group of people working on this game. And I can't wait till that comes out. It looks fun as hell, dude. I don't know. What did you think of it? Were you impressed at all with that trailer, like I was? Or were you just kind of whatever? Uh, it looks dope. <clears throat> I don't yeah. know anything about it, but... Looks dope. Dude, I was like, when I saw that, I was like that Leonardo DiCaprio meme, like pointing at the TV. I was like, oh shit, like, I know this game. <laughs> it was really cool to see it. And this is the most like gameplay I've seen of it since that first like little announcement on Reddit forever ago. So I can't wait till this comes out. Um, and then in another really cool release, we got a look at Resident at uh, Street Fighter 6. This looks dope. Um, I like the kind of hip-hop vibe they're going with. Uh, yeah. Kind of reminds me of Third Strike a little bit. That had a very urban hip-hop kind of vibe and sound to it. 
um, which is what I really like. That's my favorite Street Fighter is Third Strike. So anything that's taken uh, pages from that book, I'm okay with. Um, they showed off the new character, Luke, quite a bit. And he looks really cool. But the thing that got me most excited that we're going to see in a little bit, on top of the gameplay, which looks fantastic, the game looks really smooth, really pretty. But the thing that they showed off was this, like, open-world experience that I wasn't entirely sure of. Like, what is that? That's, like, the story mode or something? Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, they're going to show it off right here. But, yeah, what is this? What's dope? They don't show they much of it though they don't show much of it at all but it looks kind of like the uh you ever played uh mortal kombat deception it had a uh, conquest mode is what it was called yeah it, yeah it reminds me of that like really hard but i don't know they didn't really show off too much of it they're just like really quick like hey here's the thing that we're doing and that's it uh but they did show off uh two they showed off four characters, two of them we already knew were going to be in the game, honestly. Um, but they showed off the, the newcomers, Luke, and some other guy, I don't know his name. Um, Jaime, there we go. Um, but then they showed off, you know, two returning characters, Chun-Li and Ryu. Gameplay looks really cool. Like, graphically, it's a big improvement over Street Fighter V, which I did like. I like Street Fighter V a lot. Not as much as four, but I liked five a lot. Uh, but six looks like an upgrade from that. It looks a lot faster than what 5 was. Um, a little bit more aggressive than what 5 was, just they're showing off here. Um, Jaime has some really cool moves that are look like they're kind of inspired by like breakdancing and martial arts, which I like a lot. Which is cool, because it kind of fits that like hip-hop setting that this game's going for. Yeah. And like the, the graffiti yeah. art style, too. Yeah, dude. The graffiti in the title. The pain effects around the characters when they do these attacks. I don't know if that's like actually going to be in the game. Or if that's just for the trailer here, but it looks really cool. I like this. I'm getting really, really hard third strike vibes, which is again my favorite Street Fighter. So anything that copies that or references that, I'm okay with. I wanna know what that open world experience is, though. I wanna get some more info on that. But I'm sure like we'll get we'll get to see a, a look at it more you know, later down the line. But this looked really cool. And that was a... Capcom's been killing it the last couple of years, dude. They've had some really good games, really good announcements. And they just keep knocking it out of the park, dude. Monster Hunter, fucking banger. Resident Evil 2 remakes, fucking bangers. Uh, the Monster Hunter expansion is going to be a fucking banger. Like, they've just been hitting banger after banger after banger. And it's, it's great to see Capcom back and hitting their stride. I remember... You know, I remember Bad Com's dark, dark days, dude. And it's cool to see them kind of rebuilding that good faith again. Um, I'm still hesitant. You know, I, I'm not going to say that they can do no wrong anymore, but they've been doing a lot to make up for the bad reputation they got in, like, early 2010s. And I'm excited to see, like, what else they put out because everything's been fucking great. God, I'm so happy to be alive right now. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's releasing 2023, so not this year, but 
you know, we, we got an, uh, we got a, a window at least to see when this drops. Um, I'm probably going to pick it up day one. I picked up Street Fighter Five day one. I picked up four day one. I'm probably going to pick this up too. I know I'm part of the problem, but I love Street Fighter. I know what I like. You can't change that. Uh, we got a gameplay trailer for Tunic is releasing on Sony Systems on September 27th. Which is great, you know. Yeah, I know you you're you'd love this game and I want to play it. It's on Game Pass. I haven't played it yet. I really want to. But this game looks phenomenal. Um you've talked about it quite a bit and you love this game. Game of the year. Uh, are you excited that it's coming to Sony Systems? You're probably not gonna double dip for it though, right? Like you already oh, played it, you not. got your fill out. Yeah. It's great that uh other people get to play it now. Yeah. Sony people get to play it. If they release like a physical edition with like that manual, would you double dip? Oh yeah. Yep. Yes I would. Yeah. I'm not saying the manual by itself. Like you have to buy the game again to get the manual. Would you double dip? Yeah, I would get. I would pay like 120 bucks for that. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay, you really like this game. Yeah. Yeah, this looks cool. Like I gotta play Tunic already because I did like watching you play it. And I've heard a lot of good things about it, and that 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 like manual that fills out as you play through the game. Such a neat concept. God, I it's, gotta play this now. I have it downloaded. Straight up, but... it's straight up from uh, NES Zelda. Like, yeah, it's straight up that. Even like down to um, the maps of. Uh... Yeah, the artwork on it is very like NES Zelda, and I love it. Like the manual alone is like worth the cost of entry. At least I think so. Yeah, and you know, to get a to get a cool game around it too is like it's that's even better. Um, how did you, at the end of the day, though, how did you feel about the Souls combat, though? Yeah, I know that was kind of like it's the worst part. It's the worst part of the game. So, if there's anything negative about the game, it's that. But But it doesn't distract from it too hard. Well, there's there's an option. There's options in the game where you can just you can disable the stamina bullshit, and you can turn on you can turn on like a god mode so you can't die, and that's probably a better way to play the game. I'm being honest. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, most of the fun really comes from, like, the exploration, right? Like, that's where most of the fun comes from. Yeah, yeah. It's on Game Pass. I downloaded it the day, like, the day you recommended it to me, I downloaded it. I just got to sit down and actually play it. I've played too much Outriders, man. Like, it's been taking up so much of my life. And we got a gameplay trailer for Season, A Letter to the Future. This game got announced a little while ago. We didn't really see much gameplay on it, and now we are. It looks nice. It's like a, it's a fun little adventure little adventure indie game. Um, it shows off some of the biking in the game. There's really nothing I can say about this that's negative, you know? Like, it, it knows what it's trying to do. It's trying to be this exploration game. If you go around locations, explore, talk to people, take pictures of them. You know, I'm not going to bash on it because the game's doing exactly what it wants to do. And it looks like it's doing it pretty well, honestly. There's like a yeah. fun little mystery to solve. And the game's not offensive to look at. It's a really pretty looking game. So, <laughs> you know, it looks neat. That's all I can say. It looks neat. There's a lot of love and care in indie games that 
kind of get uh you know kind of get lost in the AAA space so it's good to see sony putting some attention on that too you know some of the quieter games the quieter more experiences and less games it's good to see sony putting some attention on that even if just for a little bit um that's releasing this fall so that's another game to come out to be excited for this year um they ended thing off ended things off on a pretty heavy note we got we finally got a solid gameplay trailer for fall fantasy 16 and holy shit <laughs> this looks incredible dude it looks good yeah it does um it looks like double may cry which is like the best like which the best thing i can say about it like I wanted them to either go full Devil May Cry or just full like turn-based bullshit. Because the the half steps that they were doing in fifteen and then uh, the seven remake, seven yeah, remake was just not it was not hitting. Dude, same. Um, like I played the seven remake, and everyone tells it's a great game, and I agree. You know, there's some good aspects to it, but I'm an action game player. Like I play a lot of action games. You know, I play Devil May Cry. I play Bayonetta. I play a lot of those games. And the cardinal sin is that when it takes that half step, you're not satisfying anybody with that half step, honestly. Yeah. Um, it's too frantic and fast to navigate menus and think about your next move. So that's gonna pull away from like the the RPG enthusiasts that want to play the game. But the action combat itself isn't fluid and dynamic enough there isn't a dodge cancel in final fantasy 7 remake for some fucking reason so i was playing it like it was a it wasn't the best action game and the experience is cool don't get me wrong like i played a bit of it but if they had just gone in one direction or the other i think i would have had a more a more fun time but 16 looks like it's leaning more into the action side of things and i'm okay with that um, I really, really want to see play this game. And it looks like the summons in the game, too, are having a much bigger impact in the story than in previous games. Yeah. It looks like these summons are actually, like, these godly force of nature beings. So to see what they do is going to be really exciting. You know what? This is the game that um, Tales of Arise should have been. Yeah. You know, when you were playing Tales of Arise, this is what I wanted to see. Yeah. And it looks like we're getting that. Like, there's some cool stuff going on in there. Um, you know, the game can look as cool as it wants, but from what I'm seeing, it looks like there's a lot of control here in some of the combat. I'll have to wait until, like, a trailer comes out or something, or, like, an actual gameplay demo comes out so I can try it and see what it looks like. But this looks like a step in the right direction. If they're leaning more into the action side of things. But we'll see what they do. But I'm excited, dude. As an action game fan, I'm excited to see this. Uh, that's set to release summer of 2023, so next year we're going to be getting it. Hopefully it's a more complete and finished experience than 15 was, but <laughs> we'll see when that comes out. I'm not going to... 15 burned me too hard for me to go out and pre-order this game. As good as it looks, I got burned too hard by 15 to go and pre-order this. I'm going to wait till the reviews come out, and I'm saying that right now uh what about you you're gonna pick this up day one you're gonna wait for the reviews uh if it's on pc i'll get it yeah 
I don't know if it is going to be on PC. It should, though, right? But Square Enix is kind of weird with their PC so. games. But it took a year for 15 to hit PC and yeah, 7. It did. Yeah, it did. That's why I'm worried that this isn't going to drop on PC day one. Because I don't, I don't want to buy a PS5, honestly. Like, you're not going to afford one now. They're a bit more available. I don't want to buy a PS5. There's not a lot to justify me buying a PS5. Again, I can afford one. They're out now. They're a bit more available, but it's going to be really hard for me to justify dropping that kind of money on a system when my PC could run most of these games. I strike that any of these games just as well. <laughs> but we'll see. If it's just on P if it's just on PlayStation, I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to skip it. Wait till it comes on PC. By then, the reviews will be in. I'll know what I'm getting into. Uh, speaking of PlayStation, we got uh, the announcement for the new PlayStation Plus games for June. All games are available starting June 7th. We got a pretty interesting lineup, man. Uh, we got God of War on PS4, which is cool. Like, that's definitely, like, a great PS4 game. Um, I got to get back into it. I never finished it. I didn't like how close the combat was, how close the camera was to my back. I didn't like the camera for the combat. But was it you that told me that once the game clicks, though, like it's, it's going to start feeling pretty good, but it takes a while for it to click? Um, yeah, it's, it's doing like, I don't know, like it's doing like deliberate shit. I mean, it's a very different, like, very different experience than, well, definitely from like the past God of War games, but it's like they're, they're, they're definitely going more. Uh, I don't. I don't want to say like Dark Souls, but it's almost it, it is kind of doing that stuff where it's like, yeah, the know, combat's like the a bit more like deliberate, and the combat's a bit more like, how can I word it? I guess deliberate is like the best term to really use for the combat because yeah. the the but game like, has a way it wants you to play. It's it's made so that 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 camera is never fight like you never get even if there are like multiple enemies, it never like fucks you. You're only you're only getting attacked by one dude at a time. Yeah. So it wants. I have to like, get back into it. Like it yeah. wasn't. I wasn't jiving with it when I initially started, but I think I just need to be in the right headspace for the game to like click with me to really get into it. Now that's free, like I can download it again and try it. So I'm gonna dig through my uh, physical games here. Um. We also got Nickelodeon All Star Brawl. <laughs> Which yeah. I wasn't expecting. That's going to drop on PS4 and PS5. That, for those of you who don't know, that's the uh, Smash Brothers, Nickelodeon Smash Brothers clone. Which had a lot of potential to be fucking awesome, but they couldn't get any of the licensed music for any of the games that are in, that are represented, or any of the shows that are represented in this game. And it has, like, no voice acting either, so... That's really, really, that's a really hard hurdle to come over. But now that it's free on PS Plus, I'll give it a shot. And I can actually try it and judge it on a gameplay perspective. But a huge fun of these crossovers is seeing the characters represented in a way that, you know, you can understand and remember. Yeah. And not licensing the music, not having voice actors. You know, that's that's a huge blow to it, really, for the crossover scene. Um but it's going to be on June 7th. It's going to be available to download on PS4 and PS5, so I can actually give it a shot and play it 
I've been looking. I've been looking for an excuse to play this game forever, but I don't want to drop money on it because I know what kind of experience I'm going to get. But I can give it a shot and see how it feels now. Um, we also got, which I was not expecting either. Um, we got Naruto to Boruto Shinobi Striker. I know I kind of skipped over that in the order of the show notes, but I really, really, really want to talk about Nickelodeon first. Um, I'm not a fan of the Naruto franchise in general. I heard the Shinobi Striker games are pretty fun, but I never played them. No idea. Um, if I, am I reading that right? It's a 4v4 eight player game? That's insane, yeah. dude. Jesus yeah. fucking Christ. That is crazy. I've never I've never seen it. I don't know anything about it. So Yeah, I don't know anything about it either. It's probably another like anime arena fighter, which I'm not like super into. Yeah. But I've heard the Shinobi Striker games are actually pretty solid. Everyone tells you those are like the arena fighters that like every other anime arena fighter's trying to be, but they never quite do right. I don't know. They're all dropping June seventh. It's not gonna cost you anything but your time, so check them out. God of War for sure. At least download get get that if you get any of those three games. Only chances the are though, PS4 if you own a version. Yeah, does that not have a PS5 version? That's a good question. I don't know. Look it up. I'm sure it's available through backwards compatibility, but I don't know if it has like any PS5 specific features. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you have a PS5... Oh, God of War was already included in the PS5 uh, PS Plus collection, remember? Oh, yeah. So maybe okay. that's why. Maybe that's why it's not available again. Well, then why it was is already, it here? It's already there to download. Oh, because you get... That's only on PS5. Then this is the PS4. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that makes sense. Right, so that's cool. Um, also, moving on to Game Pass... <laughs> We got a good selection of games there too, man. We got a For Honor Marching Fire Edition. It's available now on cloud console and PC for Game Pass. Um, it looks dope. I mean, For Honor's been around for a long time. Um, it's got a lot of expansions. It's nowhere, it's not even recognizable from the game it wasn't originally originally launched. Um, I I haven't played it yet, but now that it's on Game Pass, I have a chance to give it a shot without having to spend any money on it. So that'll be cool to try. Uh, then you got Master Collections also available. That's available on console and PC now. Uh, played out, played uh, the first one, like I said earlier. Plays great. Feels good on PC. No complaints on my end. Um, Assassin's Creed Origins is also available on Game Pass. That's dropping June 7th for cloud console and PC. Always wanted to try Origins, but yeah. never had a chance to because I didn't want to drop the money good. for it. And now that it's on Game Pass, I can give it a shot. I've heard good things, though. Oh, you've played all the Assassin's Creed, right? Like, how's Origins play? Does it feel good? Uh, I've played them, but they're long as fuck, so I'm not, like... Yeah. I haven't finished one in a very long time. <laughs> but... Ubisoft. I mean... You guys know Ubisoft. They Every Ubisoft open-world game, very long, probably with a ton of stuff to do. Which could be a good thing or a bad thing, you know, depending on what game you're trying to get. Um... Again, I'm a grown-ass man. I don't have enough time, really, to drop into too many games at one time. So I'll probably play it, get into it, and never finish it. But we'll see. It's on Game Pass, so it's not going to cost me any money. 
Um, Chorus is also dropping June 7th with Cloud Console and PC. Um, this game I've actually heard of a little bit. It's like a space exploration adventure game. Um, I've heard about this game a little bit. Um, I've heard the biggest complaint I heard is that it starts very slow, but once the game starts to unravel, there's a lot of good stuff there. If you give it the time to like really grow and breathe. Um, and now, you know, it's on game. It'll be on game pass June 7th. So there's a chance to like try it. It's not going to cost you anything but your time. Uh, Disc Room is also dropping on June 7th. Cloud Console and PC. Did we talk about this game already? I feel like we talked about this before. Um, Like a little bit when it came out. Like yeah, it's that Devolver digital game with the randomly generated like buzzsaw maps. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this game looked cool. That's great. I like Devolver. I like their shit. Oh, excuse me. So this will be really cool to see. I'm definitely going to play that once that's available. Um, then Space Lines from the Far Out. That's also going to be dropping Cloud Console and PC on June 7th. I don't know anything about this game. Oh, it's a roguelike co-op management game about airlines in space. Oh. That might be interesting, actually. That's like a fun little a funny little cooperative experience. Okay, I'm into it. <laughs> that looks cool. You should check that out. We should stream that on June 7th. See what that's about. Oh, excuse me. And then some quickie news. We got a new announcement from Bioware. They're announcing their next game, Dragon Age Dreadwolf. Um, not too much to show off, really. Just kind of talking about it, teasing it. I want to get another Dragon Age game so bad, but I don't know where to start with them. Uh, just play you know, the they're, first they're, one. They're, That's it. That's what everyone tells me. I played the first one a bit, and I liked it, but I never finished it. I should get back into it, because I did like what I was playing. It reminds me of those older Dragon Age RPGs, you know, Knights of, Knights of the Old Republic, which I fucking love. Yeah. With a medieval setting, so I'm cool with that. I just need to get back into it and buckle down and play it, honestly. Like I said, I don't have a lot of time to play as much as I used to. But I want to get into Dragon Age, because I just want another game to fall in love, to fall in love with. But everyone tells me that like the sequels are like not great, so I'm worried about like getting into it, loving it, and being disappointed by uh, Dragon Age Two and um, what was the last one they did? Inquisition. Okay. Inquisition. Yeah. I don't. I don't think all the stories. Like I think they all exist in their own like time frame. Like it's not like a continuation of anything. Like like it's not like Mass Effect where. You gotta play one. Like your choices directly carry over. Yeah. I think it's all like your individual they stand alone. Okay, so I might give that a try then. So we'll see. Um they talk about Dreadwolf a little bit in this uh post on their website. Just who the Dreadwolf is in terms of like Dead Age Dragon Age lore. Um I don't know anything about Dragon Age lore, so I'm not gonna even bother to read this because it's not gonna make any sense to me. Um, they did promise they'll have more about Dragon Age Red Wolf later this year, so that'll be cool to see. I'm curious to see what kind of engine it runs on. It's going to run on that uh, 
What was that engine Mass Effect Andromeda ring on? <laughs> it was a DICE engine, right? I wonder if they're going to stick with that DICE Frostbite. engine and they're going to move to Unreal. Frostbite, yeah. Or if they're going to stick with the Frostbite engine, they're going to do something more, you know, more flexible like Unreal, but we'll see. Because <laughs> the last couple games are on Frostbite, right? Andromeda, um, Anthem, and... I think Inquisition run on Frostbite too, didn't well, it? That was the thing they were saying is that like EA was forcing everyone to use Frostbite. That's why all the games were shitty. Yeah, so hopefully. Oh, excuse me. Oh, God damn it. Excuse me. So hopefully, either A, like they're going to work out some of the kinks in Frostbite, or B, they're going to just move away from it and let the devs use something more flexible like Unreal. But we'll see. We'll see with it. We haven't even got any gameplay or trailers for it. They just basically announced that it's happening. It has a name, and that's it. We'll hear more about it later this year. And in some actual trailers and videos, we got a gameplay trailer for Sonic Frontiers. And I gotta say, man, I'm not impressed. <laughs> um, yeah. I was kind of excited to hear of like an open world. Oh, really? Sorry. Uh, an open world Breath of the Wild style Sonic game, but honestly, I've seen like I've seen like indie open world Sonic projects that look better than this. The the thing is, this doesn't look like a uh, a, a product that's ready to be shown yet. Oh, it does not. It's like. It looks like a tech demo. Like Yeah, it does. Okay, here's what we're planning. Uh, like this looks back. like like a tech demo like sandbox thing to kind of show off some assets. Yeah. And the tracks and stuff floating in the air like definitely don't help with that aesthetic. Um yeah, it doesn't look great. Honestly, I think showing this off right now did more harm than good. <laughs> I've been super hesitant on Sonic games for a very long time. I've never... I like Sonic Adventure Battle when I was a kid, you know? Adventure Battle, Adventure Battle 2, but... Yeah. You know, I haven't played them in years, so I can't even tell you if they're still good or if I'm just nostalgia. Well, those games were never but good, this... but like... <laughs> Yeah, you, know, you liked them because they were bad. But this though, this doesn't look good at all. Oh, excuse me, fuck, what's wrong with me? Um, the graphics don't look great. Uh, well, graphics look okay, but the animations that are moving around are very stiff looking. Um, seeing get knocked out of the air and just stiffen up and then just fall straight down, like it looks off. All the animations look really off, like. I can't so, describe it. There's some polish needs to be done, I think. They put out another one that shows combat. I haven't seen this one yet, but... I don't know. It just looks like... Like, it's not... It looks really I mean, rough obviously, it's not finished. finished, but it looks like they, it's not started yet, either. It's like It's, like, not... It's like they have the ideas and stuff put together, but not like yeah. the polish behind it yet. Like, 
to make it work and exist like cohesively together and unified. I sounded very, very obnoxious the way I said that and snobby, but you know what I mean, though, right? Like, yeah, that's what it looks like. like they're still like in like the concept stage, and they're not. Yeah. There's like no game here yet. It's just like, here's what we're planning on doing. Check it out, and you're like, okay, but why are you showing this? This is like not. This is not ready to be looked at. Yeah, right? it does not look ready to be looked at. When's that supposed to come out? Ever release date? Oh, it's coming out this year. Don't say that. Oh, oh no. no. Oh no. <laughs> oh no, dude. Yeah, quarter four, twenty twenty two. Oh no. And it's coming out on like everything. Switch to PS five, dude. Everything. Oof, I am. I don't have a lot of faith in this game, man. <laughs> yeah. To show off something like this that looks very, very unfinished and rough. And to announce that it's coming out this year on multiple systems with very different architecture, like, oh, I'm going to be surprised this game, like, runs well at all. I'm going to be surprised this game is playable on release, honestly. Damn it, I was really hoping this would be fun. I, was I swear this, this is like the that map that from uh, Nazi Star Online 2. You think so? Does I it swear like it, it is. I, you, I mean, there's no like distinct landmarks, but I swear it's that map. Uh, I'm really, really worried about this. When they first announced like an open world Sonic game like Breath of the Wild, I was like, like, cool, that could be something cool. That's something different, something fun. And I don't know if this game doesn't have enough time in the oven or what, but I kind of hope that it's delayed, honestly, because I don't think whatever this is is going to be ready this year. <laughs> Ugh, I don't like being negative, man, but I don't have a, a lot of good stuff to say about this. Let's move on. I'm like upset now. <laughs> I'm sorry, Sonic fans. But, I mean, you're used to it. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, moving on, Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet got its second trailer. Which showed off a little bit more of the game. Graphically, I like the way it looks. Like, this is what Sword and Shield kind of should have looked like, I think. <laughs> and it looks like Pokemon battles are actually, like, taking place in the area you meet the trainer in instead of, like, teleporting you to some random battle screen. So that's really interesting. The game looks a lot more open than uh, Sword and Shield was. Like, it looks like the wild area stuff, but all over. So that'd be really cool to see. I, I don't know, because, like, I'm super hesitant on Pokemon. As someone who loves Pokemon, I play, I've played all the games except for the second-gen games for random bullshit reasons that I want to get into. I gotta say, I'm a little excited for this, but I'm worried that they're not going to do enough different to, like, really get me invested into it. Yeah. But hope. Hopefully they take some of the ideas that I really did like in Pokemon Sword and Shield and work them into this game. I don't know what the big gimmick is for this game, though. Like, Sword and Shield had the Gigantamaxing um, before that. You know, we had, like, Z-Moves. Before that, we had Ultra Evolution. So I wonder what the gimmick is for this game.
There's a there's two professors. Yeah, there is. Um, I don't know how that works though. Are they just both like different storylines, or are they tied to separate versions of the game? They probably each version of the game is a different. That's what I'm thinking. One. I don't know. It's Pokemon. Yeah. I feel like yeah, it's uh, Pokemon. They haven't shown off quite enough of it yet to get me really excited. But I do think it is a good step in the right direction in terms of, like, performance and gameplay. It looks more open than Sword and Shield was. Because Sword and Shield is basically, like... I If you had boiled Sword and Shield down to, like, its very base elements, that game could have... That same experience could have been replicated on, like, the Game Boy Color, honestly. Because it's the same experience, you know, the same level design. The wild areas were cool ideas but the whole game had been like that it would have been a lot more interesting and it looks like that's what this is trying to do like the whole game is trying to be like that wild area stuff from sword and shield with like this huge open map with pokemon you can actually see in the distance if the whole game's like that that'll be really cool i can't wait to see that but yeah. Remember when Arceus got announced, everyone's like, oh, this is what Pokemon's going to be in the future. And I'm like, no, just wait. Are they release a new Pokemon game every year. Arceus is a spinoff. Poke the next Pokemon game is not going to play like Arceus. The next mainline game is not going to be Arceus. And I was right. You know, look at this. I was right. But they are doing more of the open world stuff that I did like in Sword and Shield. So hopefully we'll see. That'll be the big difference with this game. But I'm gonna wait till I see some more gameplay on it. I'll probably end up buying it day one because I suck like that, but <laughs> we'll see what else they show off. I want to see what the gimmick is for this game because every game's got a gimmick. I want to see what the gimmick is in this game if it's something that's actually worth looking at. Um, next trailer we got a trailer for Destroy All Humans 2 Reprobed. Which is a remake of the second Destroy All Humans game. Those of you guys who don't know, Destroy All Humans was a very popular um, open world action game where you play as an alien coming to take over the Earth. Um, the first game got a remake, what, like two, three years back? I want to say. Uh, I thought it was sooner than that. I thought it was like a year or two years at the most. Really? Hold on, I'm Googling. This, this is the one I remember, though. The the second game. I never played any of them, so... I think the first one's on Game Pass, though, isn't it? Or am I making that up? Uh, it might be. Hold on, I'm Googling right now. I remember there's a, there's a character called uh, Coyote Bongwater. Um, what? <laughs> yeah. That name is awesome, Coyote yeah. Water. Yeah. That game is that name is awesome. That's a great fucking name. But yeah, I just looked it up. The first Destroy All Humans remake came out in 2020. So yeah, like two years ago, and this sequel is set to come out this year. This year, August 2022. Yeah. So that's awesome. That is awesome. You know, now's a great time to get into those games now. Like, 
Yeah, the first Destroy All Humans is on Game Pass. I'm going to download that now. Give that a shot later. I never played them. I've heard they're great. So it'll be a good chance to get into them. That's what everyone tells me. Downloading it right now. Um, we got some game releases, man. Um, we, these are all pulled from Wikipedia for the utmost accuracy. Yep. Uh, June 8th, we got Knights of, the, Knights of the Old Republic 2, the Sith Lords coming to Nintendo Switch, which is awesome. I love me some Knights, Knights of the Old Republic. Um, the first one came out on Switch earlier this year. Um, it's going to be really cool to see the sequel dropping for Switch as well. So that's great. You can check that out this month, June 8th. So like not even a week from now, you'll be in that game. 15 bucks. Um, we all, 15 bucks. Yeah, 15 bucks for Switch. I think it's like right. 20 bucks on Steam. So not a bad deal. Uh, Cycle Frontier is also set to drop June 8th on PC. It's a free-to-play PvPVE extraction shooter. According to the description here, it's driven by suspense and danger. Prospect for resources and other riches on an abandoned alien world ravaged by a deadly storm. I've heard nothing about this game until now. I didn't even know this game existed until now. So, you know, someone's got to do better at their marketing. But, I mean, we'll see when it comes out. It's free to play. So, might be worth at least checking out. Yeah. Yeah, on June 9th, we got Even If Tempest releasing on Nintendo Switch. This is a visual novel. So there you go. If you like visual novels, there's here's another one to look at. I'm not a big fan of visual novels, honestly. Never really got into them. They're not my cup of tea. 50 bucks for this. Um, I'm looking at the... Yeah, 50 bucks for this. I'm looking at the trailer on the Switch eShop right now. And it's like all in Japanese, so I don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> Is there another trailer that's in English at least? It's a it's a visual novel, so Yeah, but it's not telling me what it's about, like Arrow cards. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, fucking, it's a visual novel. You know, it's not my cup of tea, but you know, those of you who like visual novels, there's a new one for you to check out. Um, on June 9th, we also got Tour de France 22 dropping on PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Series X. I didn't know Tour de France was getting a game. They have several of them. Do they? I did not know that at all. Not right, every year, I think. Nobody plays them, but uh, they make That's them. That's crazy. Yep, I'm, there it is. Tour de France 21, 20. Wow, okay. That's a thing that exists. <laughs> I mean, there you go. If you, got, if you absolutely have to, if you're a big enough Tour de France fan to buy a, buy a video game, there you go. This looks, this looks so bad. Like, not... Yeah, it doesn't look bad, but, like, it looks like not a real video game. It looks like... It looks like, you know... Like when you, you watch, watch a movie, movie or a TV show and there's <laughs> yeah. a video game playing in the background? Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what this looks like. That's, like, exactly what this looks like. 
Um, on June 10th, we got Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba, the Hinokami Chronicles, coming out on Nintendo Switch. This game already came out on most major systems. Yeah. So it's cool to see it coming out on PC. I'm not a big fan of Demon Slayer, honestly. I understand it's a really popular series, but I'm not a huge fan of it. But this gameplay looks pretty decent, though. Like I thought it was gonna be like an art, like a, like a, um, an arena fighter, but it looks like an actual like action adventure game. Actually, no, this might just be an arena fighter. I don't know what this is. <laughs> I I think it is an arena fighter. Yeah, because all the combat I'm seeing is like one v one or one v two. I'm not seeing like you know mobs that you're fighting. It has it has sections where you can like run around now. Yeah. Okay. So that's kind of interesting. But that's dropping on Switch, so you know if you want to pick that up, it's sixty dollars. Have fun paying that. Um, Mario Strikers Battle League is also coming out that same day. I forgot this was happening, honestly. <laughs> but this looks dope. Like, why does Mario Strikers have such like an aggressive like style to it? You know what I mean? Like. Fighter fucking. Like, Mario Strikers has, like, a very aggressive, like, you know, kind of edge to it that I was not expecting from a Mario game. Soccer is the most aggressive sport there is. Really? Well, I don't really follow sports, but, uh, yeah, soccer's aggressive as fuck. But, I mean, look at, like, how, like, violent the game is, though. Like, Luigi got, I was watching a trailer, and Luigi got tossed into, like, an electric fence. And this is not, like, it's not like, you know, Mario, like, basketball, or, like, Mario tennis, where characters are like, oh, we're having fun, this is a fun, you know, sports game with my friends. Like, no, these dudes are, like, fucking trying to hurt each other. Like, they are winning by any means necessary in this game. Like, characters, like, scowling and, like, throwing elbows and shit. Like, this is crazy. <laughs> and it's all the Striker games have been like that, right? They've all had this, like, really, like, edgy, like, aggressiveness to them. Yeah, the edges of the arena are, like, electrified. <laughs> yeah, like, the, the arenas are, like, electrified stuff. Like, it's got They're this, like... kill each other. Yeah, dude, this is what I'm saying. Like, this isn't, like a fun game of soccer with your friends. These dudes are, like, out for blood. <laughs> and you got this team tackle system. You can knock, like, your teammate into some dudes. You can throw a motherfucker at another motherfucker. Like, that's crazy, dude. <laughs> Look at this shit. This is insane. <laughs> this is nothing new. Like, all the striker games have always been like this, but it's crazy seeing that, like, you know, in 2022. You know, we're past, like, the the the, the uh, days of video game edge. You know, this isn't but Shadow of the Hedgehog. Yeah. We're past that now. We've evolved past Shadow of the Hedgehog. You gotta do something to make a, a sports game fun. So, there you go. I mean, Mario's been able to do that with, like, you know, tennis and golf and stuff without having to, yeah. like, That's what I'm saying. hurt each other. <laughs> No, this is cool. Like, I'm not, I'm not dissing on it, but it reminds me of like a long, like, bygone era of gaming where, like, 
all these like family friendly games are trying to be like really edgy and like rough, you know, like Vex and Shadow the Hedgehog. That's this reminds me of that like era of gaming. Remember that? Yeah, good old days. Fucking Jack Two, Jack and Daxter Two, Jack X. Was it Jack X? That it was called. Yeah. Yeah, back in the day when games had X's in their names. But no, this looks dope. Like, <laughs> jokes aside, like, this looks pretty cool. Um, I don't know if I'm going to go out and buy it, but it looks cool. I'll wait till the reviews come in. Um, we also got Metal Max Xeno Reborn. I've never heard of this game, but I guess it's a remake of Metal Max Xeno. Which is like a JRPG with tank combat. Okay. Was that a shark on fucking in the sand? Right? This game's got like shit on it. Like, this looks oh, crazy. That is exactly what you're saying. You're seeing an alien sand shark. Yeah. I miss like when games game. were like dumb. On PSP or Vita? Yeah. I miss when games were like dumb. This looks cool as fuck. What is? I've never heard of this game before. Hold on. Which is it? Doesn't even tell me how much it costs. Just to add it to my wish list. Hold on. They've got a uh, a cruise rhinope. Rhinope. <laughs> wish list here. Remind me to add this to the wish list. Yeah. There's a rhino with uh, rockets on its back. Oh, this reminds me of. It reminds me of. I remember that Wii U game, Tank, Tank, Tank. Oh. Remember Tank, Tank, Tank? That's fine. No one remembers Tank, Tank, Tank. Um, but it reminds me of that, but like edgy. <laughs> This game looks pretty cool, actually. Like, I never heard of this before. Looks Does dope. You can get a dog on your team. Yeah. Little Shiba. A little, little a, Shiba Inu. Vest. <laughs> yeah. Little Shiba Inu. Okay, that looks cool. This game looks dope. Okay, it's a cool little game I'm glad I heard about. <laughs> and now for something completely different. We got the quarry. That is dropping on June 10th, the Supermassive Games joint, if you guys don't know. Supermassive Games are the geniuses behind the Dark Pictures anthology. Um, you know, Little Hope, House of Ashes. Um, what was their first one? Damn it. The Windigo. You know what I'm talking about? Um, until Dawn? Until Dawn. Yeah, until Dawn. I can't believe I forgot about that name, that game. I had fun with Until Dawn. Like, jokes aside, I had a lot of fun with Until Dawn. I never played anything after that, but I had fun with it. Yeah. I, I feel like... I like that they're going back to that uh, style. Because... I don't know. I don't know if they're like other... Their Dark Pictures games just weren't hitting. And they were like, okay, let's give them what they want. Or... Well, because no. Because they're still doing that. It was still... They had like... At the end of their last one, they had like a trailer for another one so they're still doing it 
Yeah, and this is doing the same thing of like bringing in like, like you know, actual. I don't want to say actual actors. Voice acting is real acting, but actors you've actually seen on TV and movies before. You know, they're bringing them in for this. Um, I didn't know this was coming out so soon, though. Yeah, I mean, either. I thought we had a little while on this, but this is coming out pretty soon. It's got a noticeable cast of people you'll probably recognize. Um, Brenda Song's in it. Brenda Song from, um, you know, a bunch of Disney stuff. And there's, like, one other guy in there that I recognize. I don't remember his name, though. They've got the live stream going. They're just playing it now on the uh, on the Steam page. Damn, how? <laughs> oh, shit, and Ted Raimi's in this. Damn, okay, that's really cool. Uh, those of you who don't know, Ted Raimi is uh, Sam Raimi's brother. Uh, Sam Raimi uh, directed and wrote the original Evil Dead movies and the original Spider-Man movies. Ted Raimi's cameoed in a lot of his movies before, so I didn't even know he was in this. But, I mean, they've always kind of done that. You know, they snuck in, like, references to, like, other horror movies and stuff, and they've had, like, actors from other lesser-known horror movies and their stuff before, so that's nothing new. But Ted Raimi's, like, a bigger name. At least in my opinion, he's a bigger name than what they've had before. This is cool. Oh, Justice Smith is in this from Detective Pikachu too. Like, there's some there's some names in here, man. I don't know. I don't know any of these names, so that's fine. Not a, I'm not. A I movie do. Guy. I'm not a movie guy either, but I have this thing of like remembering like actors and stuff. I don't know what. This is never going to help me in real life, but <laughs> whatever. You'd be surprised. <laughs> It's a random trivia show. You're like, you get the million dollar question. Yeah, maybe. Ooh, Justice Smith. Yeah, or maybe like some random guy like pulls up on pulls up on me on the street and he's like, I'll name three projects Brenda songs in or I'll blow your head off right now. I want to hear, um, I want to hear Evil Longoria's bacon number right now, or I'll shoot you. <laughs> you ever heard about those, those bacon numbers? You ever heard of that, or is that just me? No, I have no idea. So there's a fun little game on the internet that I like to play. Um, it's called the uh, Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. Oh, okay. So basically, you try to connect one actor to Kevin Bacon in six movies or less. Yeah. And you can Google any actor. Like any act give me an actor right now. I'll look at their bacon. Usually you can do that with anything too though. Not just like You can do that with anything, but Kevin Bacon's funny. Yeah. Like give me an actor right now, give me their bacon number. Any actor. Okay, what is a bacon number though? (laughs) Uh the degrees of separation to Kevin Bacon. Yeah, Yeah, that I haven't heard before. Yeah. Like just name an actor, anyone. Uh Jessica Jennifer Lopez. All right, Jennifer Lopez, bacon number. Let's 
soon as my computer wants to finish loading. Oh, you're doing calculations? Well, you used to be able to just Google it, and it would just tell you, but now it's not doing it. <laughs> Baking numbers off the charts. Oh, that's the quarry. That's coming out. Oh, here we go. Jennifer Lopez was... On the wedding plan of Matthew McConaughey, Matthew McConaughey was in Failure to Launch Jessica, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Jessica, Jessica Parker was in uh, Footloose with Kevin Bacon. So three degrees. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Close. Yeah, so it's pretty, yeah. Anywho. Jokes aside, yeah, Quarry, <laughs> video game podcast, is coming out June 10th for PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Series X. Um... I forgot this was happening, but pretty cool to check out. They're looking at more of a a slasher, like 80s slasher theme to it, with like a camp and everything. But I wouldn't be surprised there's a twist at the end, because you know, I don't want to spoil Until Dawn, but Until Dawn kind of the same thing, where it made you think it was a slasher movie, turned to something different by the end of it that I really liked a lot. That's one of my favorite yeah. things about uh, Until Dawn. So hopefully the quarry has more to it than what's... uh. Than what the surface is showing you but yeah that's gonna do it for the show man that's everything uh it was a great show everybody i love doing it i love talking about video games um wasabi man tell the people where they can find us go to uh you can go to gameverse.com you can go to gameverse.com slash twitch you can go to gameverse.com slash youtube you can go to gameverse.com slash discord where uh you can, you can chat us up. You can chat other people up. Chat everyone up. Just chat. Chat up. Chat. Play video games. And, uh, chat while doing it. So, uh, go and do that. Uh, you can yes. give us money. <laughs> we're on the We're officially Epic Games Partners. Or, uh, what the fuck do they call them? Creators. So when you buy a game yeah. on Epic, you put in the word Game Overs, and uh, I, you get uh, 97% off of it. You don't really get that. I don't think you get anything, but we get uh, a little cut of, of whatever the fuck uh, they're selling. So that's pretty good. So do that. Uh, video games. I'm gonna do a tunic review here pretty soon, so that's gonna be lit. That is gonna be dope. I can't wait to see that. I, I want to pick your brain on that a little bit. See what you have to say. Yeah. Other than that, that's it. That's gonna do it here. Yep. Thank you, everybody. Everybody, have fun. Be safe. We'll see you all next week. <laughs>